0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Talk Lala podcast. I'm your host, Nashika G, and today we're just going to dive right into our subject. Today, I'm going to give you some tips to create habits to help you save money. We are now in the beginning of the year where everybody has their resolutions and they're sticking to their guns of what they decided to do in their mind. So why not put another another goal on your to-do list, and let's save some more money than we did last year. I know we all have these goals in the beginning of the year, and then sort of time goes by, we stick to them a little bit, but then by the middle of the year, the end of the year, we kind of fall off, and we're not where we wanna be at the end of the year, so we take that resolution and restart the new year. But this time around, I'm gonna give you some tips and tricks to actually stick to the plan, make it easier for you to save money, and actually fall through with your resolutions and by the end of the year you're gonna be like damn I actually stuck to it this time before we get started I just want to say I always encourage everybody to learn as much about money as they can and change your perception of money it plays a major role on how you save and how these tips and tricks will work in your lifestyle I personally used to think that money was not a priority. As long as I was comfortable, my bills were paid, and I had food on the table, I was okay. I was content that you know I wasn't scrunching around for pennies here and there. If I didn't have it in abundance, it really wasn't a big deal. After learning about money more and more as the days go by, I had somebody ask me, don't you want the freedom that money gives you? And right then and there, my whole mindset on money changed Um, and I started to realize having money in abundance was necessary because I wanted to do so many things and I wanted the freedom to just get up and go to another country without having to say, well, I got to save for two months just to do that or I have to hold off on buying one thing so I can buy the other. So once it was, my perception was changed, it was easier for me to strive to make more money and really seek out ways that I can save and do better with the decisions and purchases that I made throughout my life that may be beneficial for me in the long run. Okay, so first things first, you have to understand more income does not mean more savings. You ever heard of the phrase, you make more, you spend more? And It's really a mindset where people feel like they're making more money. So they are Established enough to buy more expensive things or buy more things in abundance But really they just put themselves in the same category that they was when they were making less money So this year we're not trying to be one of those people this year We're really looking to live within our means to save more money to have it in abundance and have the freedom that comes with that so my first tip for you guys is to have a separate bank for just your savings you're probably wondering like a separate bank for just my savings yes because i feel like we all have checking and savings accounts in one bank and we intend to save some money But when our checkings is low, we tend to withdraw from our savings and put it in our checkings to cover means that we should have just covered with the checking account because we overspent or we felt like we could make it up later on or whatever the case may be. So it's easy access for us to just transfer the saved money back to the checking and hence we have less savings. So I say get a separate bank For your savings I suggest a credit union or an online banking online banking only where they give you limited amount of withdrawals or deposits and it's harder access so if you do get it from a credit union and they give you a card or you can say you don't want a card and they won't give you a card throw the ATM card away you want the least amount of access to the bank as you can so this way when you need to when it's very necessary for you to withdraw you would have to go into the bank or if it's online banking you would have to wait a couple of days for it to be transferred to another account this way you think twice about uh, withdrawing secondly sometimes you're just lazy and you don't want to get out the car and um, go inside the bank to talk to the teller and subconsciously this makes you think a little bit more like do i really need this money out of here or am i just touching my savings because i want something not need so if you open a savings account at a credit union i say throw the card away don't even think about it say you don't want the card so this way you have to go to the teller to do any transactions or choose an online bank like ally ing direct those are great banks where they have high yields in the savings account i know ally has like 0.5% which is incredible that's more than any bank that I know and yes they have limitations there's like a limit of five transactions of withdrawals but there's unlimited deposits and they do charge you to withdraw from an ATM but think about it like if I have to withdraw from an ATM and I have to pay my bank and the bank that I'm withdrawing from like why would I want to do that I don't want to pay to get my own money out um, right away so then you'll think twice about that so I think that's a good way to um, take a minute and really think about look do I need this money right now my second tip for you is set up an automatic transfer an automatic transfer to your savings account I really suggest ten percent but I'm not saying that everybody can do ten percent if you can do five percent two percent whatever is comfortable for you don't overstretch the savings where you feel like you're paying a bill that you don't know how you're gonna pay your other bills at the end of the month does that make sense um, I really strive for 10% and once you set up that automatic transfer you kind of forget about the money so you kind of deal with what you have in your bank and you kind of work off of that so you know if you let's say transfer a hundred dollars over into your savings account and your your bills are take up eighty percent that eighty percent of what's left in your bank you have twenty percent to play around with and usually you'll consciously not want to play with that whole 20% so at the end of the month you'll still have some money left in there and you won't even think about the savings because it's automatic you don't see it coming out really and you'll try your best to live within what is left and after a while it just becomes second nature number three review the stuff that you pay for on a monthly now some of us will be like what do you mean i pay for my stuff i know what i'm paying for but sometimes you don't because i know for myself i have things automatically charged to my credit card and i just pay the credit card and i found i found myself paying for things like apps um a gym membership that i never used um and other things of that sort so you want to review everything that is going on your charge card that is automatically coming out of your bank account, you want to make sure that you're not paying for something that you hardly or never use, like a gym membership. I know so many people that pay for the gym and they don't go, me included. I paid for the gym for years, and I literally would go once or twice a month. And I'm like, why am I paying $60 for a membership and I'm not even using the quality that it's costing so canceling the membership and working out at home or working out around my block was much cheaper than me paying for something that I wasn't using and sometimes we sign up for these apps or the magazine subscriptions or something that's automatically deducted from our credit card and we don't even notice and we're paying for it either yearly or monthly and we're not even using that like for Apple I, ha- I was paying for apps that were not even downloaded on my phone because I purchased it years ago. And it's a year members, you pay for the one year, I probably used it a couple of months out of that year. And I forgot about it and I got a new phone, didn't download it and I still was paying for it. So you wanna review everything that you are paying for, what goes on your charge card, what comes out of your bank account And ask yourself, do I really use this? Do I really need this subscription? Do I really need this app? Or can I do away with it? Tip number four, cut off bad spending habits. Well, you might say like, look, I really don't have bad habits that really affect my pockets. But I want you to take a real close look because sometimes we are in a routine of doing things that we don't even Think that they affect us negatively cutting the obvious bad habits like smoking and other drugs whether it's illegal or legal that's a given but some of us have bad spending habits that we don't even recognize that you may not even look at as bad spending habits because you're so into the routine of doing it every day and one of those is purchasing coffee every morning. One that's really addictive is ordering food on delivery apps like Uber Eats or Seamless. When I first discovered Uber Eats or um, Seamless and I f- ordered the first time, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing and I found myself literally ordering off the apps like every other day. And when I look back at my bank account, I spent over like three and $400 on food where I was spending like $60 every time I ordered. So those fees and tips and everything, they do add up and they add on an extra bill to your food bill. So I encourage you guys just to look at certain things and see if you're just in the habit of spending money that you don't even realize that you're spending. Tip number five, don't buy and deposit. Now this tip ties into the previous one. Um, cutting off a bad habit is very hard sometimes, but if you take the bad habit and correlate it with a good one, it makes it so much easier. So let's take buying coffee every morning as an example. So you go, you buy coffee every morning, you're in the routine of stop stopping at Starbucks, you spend the $5 to get your cafe latte or whatever, and you go about your day like to your job or something like that instead of going to buy that five dollar coffee how about we stop at a bank instead of starbucks and deposit five dollars now you might be like okay five dollars in a bank but if you really think about it that's what you're doing for starbucks you're stopping at starbucks to deposit five dollars in their bank and your five dollars every month adds up to about 150 dollars not to mention tax included okay um so instead of taking that five dollars and depositing into starbucks or dunkin donuts uh bank account why don't you stop at your bank and deposit the five dollars and once you get into the routine of that it'll become second nature like you'll start to feel like okay if i don't stop at this bank you kind of feel guilty about it i mean not that you want to guilt yourself but it'll feel like you didn't do something right and you always want to go back and do something correctly so it it benefits you in the long run all right guys so i hope these tips help you guys create habits that will help you save money and help you in the long run please share this podcast with others that you think will benefit if you guys have any tips yourself share them down below Um, Share with me on Instagram at Real Talk Lala. I would love to hear you guys' feedback and if you guys implemented any of these tips. So until the next podcast, I encourage everybody to be bold, be brave, and be a beast at what you do. Bye.